thieves and monsters hide in the dark. You can't go on letting it haunt your every waking moment. Allison, wake up. Hello and welcome to Beyond the Strange, the Explosion Network's Don't Nod podcast, where in the current season, we're talking all about Tell Me Why. Today's episode is all about Chapter 2, Family Secrets. My name is Dylan Blight, and joining me for this series, Kira Marchant. Hi, everyone. How are we going? How are you, Dylan? How are you feeling? I'm fantastic. I'm happy to be here to continue talking about... Tell me why it's you know the, the 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 bad side of only having three episodes means that by the time you get to episode two you're like okay well I'm halfway we're in the, I'm, I'm like th- we're, we're 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 nearly done <laughs> we're nearly there yeah exactly it's two we're thirds nearly, done we're, we're nearly at the finish line it's really weird mm. but um here we are so before diving into uh, a little bit more breakdown of story sort of stuff how did you feel about the second chapter still riding high after loving the yeah first I still one, really or? loved it I still really enjoyed it I think this one. This one maybe had a little bit less of the, I guess, the overall mystery elements of this. I guess because you did get a lot of answers during this chapter. And I think because it's only three parts, it has to kind of start giving you answers pretty reasonably quickly. Um, mm. But I think that that quickly changed with the, the ending kind of section. Um, kind of kicked everything up a bit more um, to lead into that third episode. But yeah, I really enjoyed it overall. Yeah, I I really, I, I mean, I, I liked it. I'd say I didn't like it as much as the first one solely because I thought some more of the the gamey stuff of it was kind of a bit tedious. Like the whole police station section, I, I wasn't a big fan of the the file searching and stuff. I just felt like that was tedious for the mm. sake of being tedious. Like, here, go. For, like, I think they would have been more f- fun and I, this is why i wrote my review i'm like that whole segment could have been more engaging if it was you know like the the her story and all that those sorts of games where you're just like clicking on files and searching stuff on a computer yeah. imagine if you it was that but just for that my, short my section thing was there. that and it kind of ruined the moment for me was after i realized when i first thought during going through that and then all of a sudden, uh, Allison goes, "Oh, uh, Eddie's coming upstairs! Holy crap!" And you have to you tell her to go take him into his office or whatever is what I said. Oh. I was like, "Holy shit! Okay, this is now like a timed event. This is now I need to pick the right files here to get the information. If I don't do it, I fucked up." And that wasn't the case in the end. It was no. no, take your time and work through the files as best you can. I was like Her her audio cues literally just help tell you if you're close yes. to finishing that segment or Yes, yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Not about speeding it up. So yeah, I just and I think I would have liked it a lot more if there had have been uh more on the line if you, you stuffed it up or you could have if you knew what to do and you did it fast enough and you escaped then Eddie never saw you, you know, like yes. different variations. But no matter what you do, that whole section is just a little bit tedious, and then it just fakes out, and then has Eddie come in. No matter what, there's no way to yes, yeah, to, exactly. to escape that. So, um, but otherwise, I, I thought it was a great thing. So let's run down what happens and stop on the parts that stand out most to you as we go through. Of course, the episode started with a um, I did I didn't point this out. Uh, oh no, I don't think the first episode had it. No, maybe it did I can't remember. But the start of this episode has that whole like animated sort of previously on section thing and it reminds me of what they did with life is strange 2 where like every every episode life is strange 2 had a um it was kind of like a previously on but it was this animated 
thing where they were uh, pictures of the wolves and it was uh, like the yeah, two yeah. brothers Sorry, escaped yes. and yep. the start of these have these sort of um, the goblin tales the goblin tales but it obviously it's a similar sort of thing that mm-hmm. what they did with life is strange too i think so um that's really cool and then the, the episode starts with the the flashback to the night again but just sort of nothing new there setting you up and then this chapter does start with this whole montage plus song at the start that felt very life is strangey with the song playing and mm, then yeah, it did. going it did. around and morphing between being children and uh the adult selves as they attempt to clean up the house and the the start of this chapter really is a rather especially given the way that chapter one ends this the start of this is kind of again just let's take it slow let's let you explore the house at your own uh due diligence speed through it if you want spend some more time diving into the uh the the childhood past do what you need to do um and eventually they end up leaving because they're going to go they decide they're going to go speak to eddie to try and get answers (coughs) excuse me speak to eddie to try and get answers and you have this little short section but important one where you do get to make make a slight choice as they pull over on the, the side of the road and you get to control Allison during this section. I will say before, sorry, before we move on to this bit, we had the section with Sam. Um, and I think, I don't think oh, it yeah, sure. matters either way that Sam kind of shows that he went away and he did some kind of research on the matter. I know you chose a different decision to do with Sam in the previous episode than I did. So, but I think either way it was the same thing where he just said he went and Googled what he did wrong. Um, and then just kind of apologizes for it and then kind of has his awkward moment saying he's still got keys to their barn. Um, yeah. Which, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any changes to that in this for either one. No, it's basically, oh, he's still got keys. He's still obviously holding on to uh, this house and the, the the past and Marianne and all that sort of stuff. And um, I don't think there's any difference there, no matter what you pick or do, no. Yes, um, yeah. Then you have the, the part where they pull over and you get to control Allison during a section and you can you can pick how to react to, I can't remember the person's name, but the, Tina. Tina, there you go, um, who's helping sell the house and you can choose to either say yes or no to uh, the potential buyer during that, that segment. She's like, hey, I've got someone, they're coming up in a couple of days, they're willing, you, willing to give you X amount of money, do you want to go with it? I said yes, which Ooh. then leads to a rather confrontational moment with Tyler, who isn't too happy about uh, him not being spoken to before deciding to sell the house. So, but sounds like you did. I did not. <laughs> you, I said no, no to that. I said no to that. I think. Um, I think it's very interesting because I think looking at this episode there's a lot of i think there's a lot of character growth and change for me in this episode for characters to start making better decisions and i think there's a lot of a lot more growth between allison and tyler how they're treating each other um even you know the point following this where they still have a bit of a disagreement about stuff but tyler does at the end turn around and say sorry i've acted that way like he, he realizes that he hasn't been as helpful um, with the situation and everything. But, yeah, no, I said no. One, because the Tina lady was annoying as fuck, and I was like, yeah, nah, you're... No, 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 no. But also, I was like, yeah, let's just chill. She said, like, every real estate person I've ever met in my life, so... D- that's, if that says something about <laughs> real estate agents, then sure. 
So no matter what they end up uh, continuing on, they get to the the police station. And inside, I should have got the character's name because I can't actually remember, but the receptionist who is Alice's Is Rose? Rose Walton? Rose something. Who in the previous episode, you saw that it was her birthday. You could steal her keys and all that sort of... Did you remember to put her keys back last episode? Yes. Okay, good. So... (laughs) I was just wondering. I, I don't I know if that know. makes any difference. I want to know if there's any difference to if the keys are missing or anything like that. I don't know. Um, so you can talk to her. You can meet her for the first time. Get to to know that her and Allison obviously have this uh, close friendship. That I guess is she's. I guess they're around the same age, and maybe she joined the, the force. And obviously, Allison hangs around the police station a lot. Um, because that's where Eddie works, and eventually, what you end up needing to do is, oh, you can you can speak to old mate in the corner, who <laughs> Officer Greggs, I think his name Officer was. Greggs. He was, he was uh, right, and he a, yells at you for looking at somebody's desk. Yeah, that yells at you if, if you do several things wrong. You can also look at the wanted posters, and um, one of one of my favorite things is when you go to do. Did you go for all the ways that you can uh, set up the distraction? Distraction. Yeah, I only saw two of them because I decided okay. the second one was appropriate enough for me to do. Yeah, because obviously, eventually, you need to to find a way to, to set off this distraction so Allison can run up the stairs because Eddie's not going to be super helpful and he's busy. Um, but one of the ones that made me laugh is that, and it doesn't work, but you can go over to the posters and you can be like, "Oh, I've seen this person," and then Tyler's like, "I've seen this," and then Greg's is like, "Oh, where, where, where who'd you see?" And you're like, "Oh, this person. I totally saw him down at the." the whatever store the other day and then greg's goes oh no i don't think so they're actually dead i just forgot to take the poster down <laughs> I was that's like, pretty wow. funny that's pretty funny because <laughs> the thing was my brain when it was starting to go to the distraction section my brain was going i was like i need to start a fire somewhere because there's all this Jesus. stuff about the uh, there's all this yeah, stuff about alarms. the fire alarm yeah. and the fire drills and i'm like oh, i need to start a fire and then i realized i was like oh i could just turn off the lights and yep there we go. It worked. Yeah. So I I did that section twice. I did it waited for a cleanup to find the collectible in it. Um, but the the I did the lights the second time. The first time did the uh, you can just go over the corner and knock over papers, and apparently that's a big enough distraction for everyone. Oh no, I knocked over the papers, and they're like, <laughs> "What are you doing, Tyler?" And he's like, "Oh, how clumsy of me." And then can Allison I can I say <laughs> how how Eddie acts towards Tyler in this opening section for me was not cool. It was not on. When you first walk in, he only says good morning to Alice, and he just fucking ignores Tyler. I was like, oh, we're picking right back up where we left off yesterday. All right, let's go. Yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that Tyler, um, maybe not the the favorite child. <laughs> it's No, not at all. No, yeah. Uh, so then you can, once Allison gets upstairs, you, you sneak around the back. Tyler, you have this awkward moment with Rose or whatever her name is at the front desk where she's like, where are you going? And Tyler's like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm leaving. Where's Allison? Oh, she's coming. She went to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, you sneak up around the corner. One thing I noticed during this section that I think made me notice how, maybe slight improvements on the Life is Strange engine or whatever, but going outside for that short section and then entering, I was like, wow, I've got little bits of snow on me. Uh, I think that's like I slight little... Notice that, but yeah, really? that's good. Yeah, yeah no, I, I didn't like, oh, notice that. It's like, oh, that's a nice little detail. All in all, I'd say this game looks 
quite good. It, uh, I don't, I'd have ironic. to go back and compare, it's, but it probably looks a lot better as, than so It's not as jank as what Life is Strange Season 1 especially looked like. Definitely not. Um, no. Season 2, I think, looked pretty good. I just don't think it yeah. looked as good as this one. No, I think this looks better. And especially like slight things like that where I'm like, okay, this this extra little details. Um, there, so then you have to explore uh, old mate Eddie, Uncle Eddie's desk. You can find some interesting little tidbits and details in there. But what you look for is on the computer. And then that leads you to the archives room, which is like the one of the, I think it is the largest section. Like time-wise, it's the room you probably there's spend the There's a lot of going in. back and forth to the yeah. computer. And there's a lot of stuff in the computer that you could technically look at. And there's like a recording yes. you can listen to of your 911 call. Or, yeah, which uh, is a, various, and a yeah. Chivo for yeah, those out yeah. there chasing. That's one of the Chivos if you want 100% or what 500 gamer score. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Can't help myself. Um, So, yeah, you... So, firstly, I did think the door puzzle was kind of fun. Like, the whole, oh, I've, I've heard it so many times. You know it what? Goes, I don't know how. <laughs> I What made it really easy is the subtitles. I have subtitles turned on for the game. Yeah, and the subtitles so, say down the bottom said what they, the, are, yeah. what they were. So, I was like, oh, I don't know how easy this would have been if I was just Without. doing this based on sound. But... Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a bit easier because of the subtitles. I had the subtitles, but I still thought it was like funny just to be like, oh, do, do, do. Yeah, so then you go and you do the whole, the segment. As I said, I wasn't the biggest fan of it just because I thought it was a little bit tedious having to constantly walk around a room basically just going, where's the box? Where's the box? Where's the box? And I just think because of the fake out of how tense it's supposed to be, but there's no actual way to lose at this. Nonetheless, once you find a whole bunch of information, uh, none of which is particularly relevant. Like they don't, Tyler doesn't find anything. I guess there's nothing that's like bro, blow the the the, case, lid, the off, lid off this yeah. case. Like there's nothing. I feel like that's the thing. A lot of this. It's the only problem I com- probably have with the writing of this one, especially with the conversations that follow this section, the one with Eddie and the one with Tessa a bit later, is that like. Nothing really gets kind of broken down or really gets into it. Like, Eddie clearly has some kind of, like, like for Eddie and Allison, there's clearly some kind of, like, control issue there or something. Like, you find a letter from a drama project that Allison wanted to go to, but Allison got accepted, but Eddie had told her that she didn't get accepted. Yeah. Like that is something. <laughs> like there's a whole bunch of those kind of stuff, and, and then the, the if you get to the point where you resolve that discussion with Eddie, it's all kind of just a little bit like just brushed off and let go of everything, and it's like okay, sure, yes, I, I, I wanted to forgive you, but also feel like there should be more to this discussion. But whatever. Also, I don't know, like. So Eddie comes, I was trying to work out, because Eddie comes up the stairs, spots Allison, goes, oh, hi, Allison. Didn't see you come up here. Go. They then go into his office, and eventually he goes, oh, Tyler must be in the archives room. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I don't know what yeah, the- <laughs> there's, no, there's no feeling there of... Um, <laughs> the thing is, there's a lot of silence between Allison being like, oh, shit, I'll take him, oh, shit, he's upstairs, to, oh, fuck, he's coming in the room. Even though for me, there were several minutes of me checking back and forth of different records and looking everywhere. Um, 
I thought there'd be enough time of her being like, hurry up, I'm, I'm like, like running out of stalling, he's getting suspicious, like stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, it's just, it's just that, that there seems to be a lot missing. So yeah, you, you get caught by him, and then that whole section of you getting caught by him almost seems to get resolved way too quickly. <laughs> In what way? Like, he's just kind of like, you know, you get dragged out, you get pulled out, and then he's kind of like, oh, it's lucky your family that I'm not going to take this any further or push this any further that you had snuck into the archives of a police station. Um, and then you have the choice of, do you want to keep your arguing out in front of everybody or do you want to take it in and do it privately in the office? Um, but it just seemed like, I guess in the end, Eddie just seemed to kind of, it was weird because he seemed to kind of weirdly let go of that for the discussion. And then after, after the discussion, you have the chance to go back in and talk to him a little bit more. And like Tyler says, thank you for paying for fire, for fireweed and everything. Um, but that whole conversation, Eddie is like throwing it in your face still that you went and broke into the archives. Yeah. It's like, didn't we just forget that and forgive that? No, oh, sure, okay. There's a, there's like a point where he goes from being angry to just, oh, sorry, little moose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're turning on a dime here. Um. Anyway, eventually you leave the PlayStation. You end up going to find... um tessa and speak to her or wanting to speak to her but you find out that she's not actually at the supermarket she's mia and you have a bit of a uh playful section of the the game oh, i guess depends on how you play it i mean i played it as flirtatious as a possible i was flirty could, as fuck i was like <laughs> yeah i'm down for this i'm down for, i see what you're putting down here michael okay okay yeah i don't, I don't think it's i don't think it's even on the nose how flirty michael it's very obvious it's not see that's the thing like the game doesn't really give you a choice if michael's into you or not it's very much michael's into tyler now it's your choice if you want to yes. go there or not and i'm like well why wouldn't you like the game's more fun, <laughs> fun if you're flirting back <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just yeah it's one of those things where and it's interesting seeing michael talk about it and stuff like if you open up the fridge michael has got a container fish. of fish that he had like marinated and stuff that he caught the day before and it's got tyler it's even got tyler's on it. name on it it's got tyler <laughs> written on it like it was like a whole thing that he's planning to give him anyway like it's very much a case of michael has been very interested in tyler because of allison's kind of um speaking to michael about tyler and i think it's uh, it's very funny and very interesting. It's even stuff like a small thing, like when they're in the graveyard a little bit later. Michael goes to Allison. You, you never mentioned his looks until he turned up. Like he never mm. talked about he was good, so good looking. It's just stuff like that. It's just uh, it's funny. Yeah. So and obviously have the uh, super sort of on the nose flirtatious plush plushy fight where we're just chucking around. Freaking would be my plushies, Tom. Yeah, uh, so that whole section was fun. I, I, I it was nice. That stuff. was a nice. That was a for me. That was a nice change of pace for being like Tyler can relax and have a normal life. Yeah. Like he can interact in those normal things. He's it's not the first always, moment of it. Really, the whole yes. game. He's just so serious. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. He's so serious the whole time, and it's this one time he gets to kind of. Let his guard down a bit. Hang out with Michael. As soon as Michael was like, 
Oh, uh, yeah, Allison's on the counter. Uh, Tyler, you come to the storeroom and give me a hand. I was like, oh, trying to get Tyler alone there, are you, Michael? Mm. Okay, okay, what's what's going on here? It's just, um, yeah, it's good. It was good fun. Did you spot the Life is Strange reference in this room? No. So right behind, where Michael stands when you're doing the stock take. Is it the camera stuff? picture? Yeah, there's a poster yeah. of a camera and it literally says something about like rewinding time, whatever. And if you click on it, Michael says something along the lines of, oh, I never see that one. I thought it was about like rewinding time. Like something, it was very yes. obviously a Life is Strange reference. I was like, aha, <laughs> got him. <laughs> Does that mean it's in the same universe? I don't know, but let's take it. <laughs> let's roll with it anyway. Uh, so eventually they're like, uh, they get done doing the stop take and the flirting and whatever else. And uh, Allison actually has to come get them, which I thought was kind of funny. The, she comes in, she's like, oh my God, I've been waiting for you forever. And then they head on off to the cemetery where they're hoping to find Tessa. Now, this whole section, you can skip a lot of it because there's obviously a lot of graves you can stop and click on. There's also some optional conversation choices. Uh, the whole Michael section of this, you can skip as well because you can just mm-hmm. walk straight past him. But um, there's some interesting stuff here. And ultimately, they uh, Tyler actually wants to go see Marianne's grave. Allison's the one who doesn't want to go see Marianne's grave. I think... The reason for all is obvious. She still has some uh, built-up guilt, I guess, for... She's uh, struggling to accept what happened a little bit more than Tyler is. Yeah. I think Tyler is very much um, f- like free of what he kind of is wanting to let this heal and get, you know, get over it, where, um, as we see later on in this episode and even all the way through so far... Alison's kind of reluctant to keep on pushing the the envelope, so to speak, and keep kind of dig deeper into this. Yeah. Uh, there are some cool... That, so from one thing I do want to correct, because I did get this completely wrong last episode, and I didn't realize till we got to this episode, was when I was like, oh, I know they're talking about this game going to have uh, Tinglet. I think that's how you say it, the culture and all this yes. sort of stuff yeah. in it yeah. and i was like kept, and i kept assuming that would have to do with the twins the twins no no it's to it's do, to with, do yeah. with michael and michael eddie and, eddie. and yeah. that yeah so i but i kind of i was kind of going in my head i guess i was just going well maybe this they has are, some... like their father was uh native american or you know like some yeah. sort of connection there but it's there not it's just all some reason for the voice even though you know that they're supernatural powers they're freaky friday-ness yeah but i think it's it's just all and obviously a lot of it is uh and i think it's done well like you, you have all these little sign boards things like ar- around during during the chapters and often if you click on them they've got a whole bunch of um environmental awareness sort of stuff or uh sort of cultural awareness stuff from um, like, oh, I remember your tinglet culture, this, that, yes, this sort yeah. of thing, blah, 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 gatherings for this, like clan stuff or what have you. Um, and then one, there was even the, I thought, interesting thing they chucked in this episode back when you was having a conversation with Michael in the, uh, the, the supermarket is you can ask him about uh, both Tessa, like how she acts because obviously Michael's gay, like how she acts about that. And he's like, oh, she just, you know, don't 
bring it to work with you or, you know, like that. Don't, don't try selling it to people. And then yeah. if anytime I post something, she seems to accidentally post over the top. Post of it. over it. Yeah. yeah. And then um, he said, uh, like, he's like, oh, I bet Tom's, you know, kind of more forward thinking that you'd probably have. And then you can actually ask him about gun gun control. Oh, that bit got me where he's like, it, it's, you know, his answer is, well, you know, the last time Americans took guns off my people or weapons off my didn't people, so it, well. it didn't go so well for us. It was like, that's like, fuck, okay. Um, yeah. I, I thought that was a great that. line to just yeah, no, I, sneak I, in I there. Because it's also a lot, it's also something that I guess um, it's very easy because obviously I, I would say I'm, Pro gun control, pro gun whatever control. this. It's very easy is. as Australians with the gun control that we have and everything we've kind of been through in Australia, um, to look at America and go, "What the fuck, you idiots? Why? Have, why are people still carrying automatic weapons in your country? Like, why? Like, why is all this happening?" And that was that was the first point I've ever seen. Any, it, it kind of paints it less black and white and goes, "Hey, there's more history depending on yes, like, who you are in, in America." Yeah. And, what uh, what your history is to to gun control than simply uh, what we mainly see, which is a bunch of white people going, we must keep our guns because rights. And I thought yes, that throwaway yeah. line from Michael about like, well, you know, they took it for our people, blah 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 blah. Which in the, the equivalent to Australian culture is the same as like um, we we t- Australians when we well Australians Europeans whatever when they they came in t- to Australia and they you know completely i don't know what the Grew over the indigenous people yeah i was like what is the, the what is the, the interpretive term the, the, i was like, I was gonna there say. Is, especially you know it's it's a very it's a common thing for indiv- indigenous civilizations that have been treated so poorly by invading forces throughout the entire world um, and I think, you know, here with the indigenous Aboriginal people we, in America with their Native American tribes, the, there was some really bad stuff happened to them. Um, and that's putting it the, very lightly. Yeah. Um, the, I was trying to remember the, I can't remember the gun. There's this really great Australian movie that I'll remember the name of after this, but that line reminded me of it. Fuck, I cannot, it's going to annoy me. I'll think of it later. But, um, it's it's it basically is it covers this sort of thing about like this uh follows this one man aboriginal man and he um like up in wherever i can't remember where exactly it's set but obviously northern australia somewhere um and you know he's getting policed for going hunting and all this sort of stuff and there's 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 a great line in it where he's like well your people you know, you've you've taken away all my country uh, culture from me. I can I can't even own like because they take his spear and he's like, well, this is what we used to hunt with. Yeah, I can't even do that anymore. So weirdly enough, that one throwaway line and that made me think. Oh, for some reason, think totally about a completely unrelated yes, movie, yeah. but solely because it just hit the same sort of uh, cultural chord, I guess, which I thought was good. But that's yeah. often what these uh, don't nod games do well. As like from a outside perspective, if you don't weed into the miscellaneous conversations or the the random tidbits that you can explore you often miss a lot of what the thematic themes they sprinkle throughout and uh i'd say that tell me why has a lot of um obviously cultural awareness but then also there's a lot of stuff about um environmental issues and this sort of stuff if you look at posters and stuff like there's lots of just little tidbits spread around you would you would also see like stuff like 
people would look at Don't Nod's gaming catalog in recent with Life is Strange, both the Life is Strange games and this game, and say, oh, you know, um, Don't Nod as a game is a very left leaning company. They're very, they're very. Uh, I mean, I don't think that's you know, argue. <laughs> I don't think it's no. But what I'm, what my point is, this, this, um, this comment from Michael. Is super interesting because you wouldn't expect a comment like this to come from such like a generally a left leaning company or game because a lot you would think a lot of people believe that left leaning is just immediately like against guns and they want gun control. And it's it's interesting that they are providing more kind of sides to topics than just the the obvious ones. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's that's doing left leaning correctly though, is what I would yes would, uh, would say. Um, all right, so where was that to? We moved. Yeah, the the uh, the graveyard, right? So, yeah, and then, uh, again, that that section where you can go off and you can speak to Michael, who's uh, he's at his uncle's grave, I think. That's right. Yeah, it's his uncle's grave that yeah. died the year before. Uh, again, they have an amazing sort of he's straight in the the fields. I. I, I, I think if you're if you're open to the feels from it, but he has like a quick throwaway line about how uh you know, people would dig up the graves of his people to make room for graves yes, for white people yep. basically. And I was like, Wow, that's fucking disgusting. Let's just throw that in and make me feel bad about mm. <laughs> everything in life. But yeah, so um he has a great conversation. He, and you can ask him more questions there about um the uh, both Eddie and the the clan because he's from the same uh, group so that was cool and then you can move on and you can stop at a couple little graves there's a couple little flashbacky type things from when they were there as kids the twins um and you can see that eddie brought them there obviously they weren't happy to be there there's this one flashback sequence thing you can see where again they were discussing at there and tyler's like you got to keep the secret don't worry and you have to pick between either having the memory be Tyler said, oh, I'll be back soon, don't worry. Or Allison said, uh, or he said something like, oh, don't worry. I'll Allison, be- Allison said she would oh, uh, visit, visit you every him. week or yeah. something along those lines. Yeah. I have to pick uh, one or the other there. Yeah. Um, and then eventually you go down, you can find Marianne's grave, obviously. Uh, there's a emotional moment. Uh, obviously there between the twins because it's the first time I would say Allison's been there. Definitely the first time that Tyler's been there since that yeah. day. So it's the first time they've been there for, for for 10 years. And then you have a big moment with Tessa where you can kind of go complete ham on asking her a whole bunch of questions about Marianne, uh, how they how she treated them, how, how she treated Marianne, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And this can kind of, you can either leave this conversation with kind of being on okay terms and accepting Tessa's apology and accepting that maybe she made mistakes, maybe she's doing the right thing, or you can go full fuck you basically on, on, hmm. on Tessa. Which way did you? Uh, I forgave her. I forgave her. I did say, like, the opening comment was, you could have done better. Um, was definitely the stance of, you could have done better than what you did. Like, the, going to social services wasn't the way. Um, and then, with Tyler, it was just a case of, I don't, yeah, I, I don't want to keep losing people. And 
I was really unsure about what I would choose in that moment because I knew it was coming until she said the line about um, she started talking about how people misinterpreted like God's word or religion's kind of teachings and they misinterpret or we don't understand what he's saying um, and how she she kind of began to understand when she saw Tyler as the the kind and caring young man that was stood before her and I think for me that suggested there is room for change and growth in her as a character so I didn't want to go the full fuck you and I forgave her for it yeah I I forgave her as well solely because it comes across like her apology is genuine yes and I think doing things like uh you know treating Tyler correctly and coming across properly genuine and not so she, she never really tries to make excuses she just says yes. sorry for everything yeah. she doesn't try and come up with a bunch of half-assed excuses so i find it hard not to, to forgive but i would say i walked away in my mind and also i would say in both the twins mind as like we're, we're hoping to move forward but also we're still shitty at you today and probably will be is- shitty at you for next week kind of thing <laughs> i didn't and we didn't talk about this earlier when we were talking at that point but i still feel really weird about eddie just in general, where I'm like, yeah, I apologized. And like, like, um, Allison gave Tyler the ring and Tyler put the ring on because I didn't throw it away. And she, oh, okay, it. yeah, I forgot to bring that Um, yeah, she, Tyler put the ring on, but still at the same time, I'm like, something's not sitting very well with me about Eddie still here. Yeah, see, um, I basically said, fuck you, Eddie, and gave him the, Ed, the ring back and walked out of the room. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> oh shit! Right. Yeah. So, and and which they they bring up in the first chapter how Allison's like, you know what it means to yeah to give to, back to give, the, gift. To give back yeah. the gift. So, I think that was the ultimate kind of kick in the face for Eddie. But in a lot of ways, I I don't know. Like he he might have deserved it. <laughs> 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 yeah, he, he, I think for me, it was a case of from what I'd seen in the story so far, Tyler was coming to the realization that he needs to make an effort to as much as other people need to make an effort. Mm. And I think my choice of forgiving Eddie is more a choice for Allison than it is a complete choice for Tyler. I think I was in a really weird headspace at the time too, because finding that stuff about him hiding secrets uh, from like keeping Allison back from stuff. I'm like, I don't know how I feel about you, Eddie, uncle Eddie, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Yeah. I'm on now. Uh, so yeah, they have the uh, the the final moment in the 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 graveyard. I thought was you have this great shot of where they take him over to to rest on a mm-hmm. a, a seat and chillax for a moment after a very heavy, obviously, conversation with Tess, but also seeing the the Marianne's grave for the first time in ten years. Uh, so then they make their way back to the house out in Whoop Whoop. And when they arrived, they're, all, they're, all, they're, they're seeming kind of peppy. They're like, you know, we did this thing with Tessa. We got, you know, we got some things, stuff's happening. Let's let's work shit out. And then they realize that the barn's on fire, which is a bit awkward, I'm sure. And mm. when they rush on over to it, someone bursts out of it wearing a raincoat combination and knocks Tyler on his ass and kind of knocks him out for a second, I feel, because he's... I think that's what's implied by the, the dizziness. Yeah, he's a bit whizzy. He's a bit whizzy. Yeah. Uh, and then they eventually have to put out the fire. And what they find is that there was a lockbox hidden 
under the boards of the the barn and they have to figure out a secret code which of course ties back into the book <laughs> to unlock this thing and um inside they find two it was two letters right two two letters correct i would say interesting thing about the story in the book was one took me a little bit longer to find the code just because I had been reading the story in like text form and not looking at the actual pages. Oh, and you're pressing to bring up the yeah, pressing up to make it read normally because yeah. I'm like, oh, it's in the story, but no, it's the numbers are on the pages, idiots. Um, but also with us knowing because at the start of this, in the early part of the game, you work out which of the real life people correlate to which animal, hmm. um, and we know that like the pelican was Tessa, the bear is Sam. And the moose is Eddie. In that story, it talks about the moose selling a secret that the moose moose's wife fell down a, like a hill and died or something. And I'm like, is that supposed to be real about Eddie or what's going on there? Like, is they're like, oh, the the secret keeper holds secrets from everybody and has stored them in there. It's very. Yeah, I just thought it was an interesting little thing that doesn't really get picked up on by the characters. Um, that that leads to a little bit. What do you think of the? Because the one thing I, I my another thing I just thought was a bit too far was just the whole secret box having a combination hidden in the book. Like, like I can understand the door. Oh, I don't. Another thing. No, no, no. I, I'm was, not. <laughs> I think because what we've had Marianne display so far, I don't think that's too out there because I'm like, seems to be something that Marianne seems to be very artsy and crafty and, and likes these riddle type things or has her own little way of doing things. So sure. Okay. She's hidden it there um, in a very artistic way, but sure. Either way, I guess so. Um, I, I'm interested by this who done it. That they've they've created here. They've 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 now turned a who who is the 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 mad hunter or this cloaked person, um, and I really hope they don't drop the ball because I can see where the answer is probably going to go, but I don't want it to go there. Who's your? Because there's there's three choice. There's in my mind there's three choices. I think one of them can't be because one of them is Sam, but I think Sam is the the guy that was the character that ran out of the barn and everything didn't seem to read the right build for Sam. Like he looked a lot skinnier and a lot slimmer. Um, the other option I would think is Eddie. There's something to do with Eddie going on. Or there's this random hunter dude that we keep running into. <laughs> oh, yeah, the... Alexander, the dude who was in the shop into, and it was on the boat. Yes. Yeah, which I'm like, I don't want it to be this random character over here, but these games like to do that, where they're like, oh, this random character you've seen a couple of times? Yeah, he's involved in all of this as well. I'm swaying <laughs> from a comment because obviously I've played episode three. You've played, you <laughs> played episode three, so that's why I'm like, you. Yeah. that's why, yeah, that's why I can't. And I keep a straight face. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, and so they, they the the letters they don't really reveal too much. They reveal that their father was in another marriage at the time, 
and well, it reads that way that their father was in another marriage at the time, and then asked for Marianne to um, have an abortion yeah. for the two kids instead of keeping them both. Yeah, so it basically gives you information that wh- whoever the the father is is uh, wanted didn't want them, and also definitely by time Mary and chose to have them, obviously wouldn't have been too pleased with uh, them being around, being being kids and being being around. Um, and then the the episode ends, or chapter ends with uh, another flashback again to the night this time with uh, a little bit more of a tease obviously to the stuff that was happening earlier i guess with the uh the presumably the same person in the coat having a conversation with marianne out on the the dock in a boat they're in a boat they're in a they're in the same yellow jacket combo and marianne's arguing with them over uh, kids, money, combination of these sorts of things, um, and she's not too happy about it. And I, I think it ends right. It doesn't it cut on her saying, "I'll kill you." Is that like the cut? Cuts and say, "I'll kill you," but then it then it has the little bit of Allison running away, um, just with hearing "I will kill you" like over and over and over again mm-hmm. in the head, uh, and then it yeah fades to black and goes to credits. There you go, and that's chapter two. Allison does that in an interesting position here because you do have the moment on the like the fishing dock um, where she goes, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. Doesn't want to remember things and kind of just walks away. Takes you out of it a little bit when after the credits it cuts to a, like a next time on Tell Me Why where Allison is talking about like pursuing this a little bit more and you're like, hmm. okay, sure. <laughs> Even though as a player you know she's, go- she's, she's not done. Go- she's, yeah, they have to come back obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she she walks away. Tyler's pushing to 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 push that memory so they can see who the face of the the person is at the the dock. But she just doesn't. She, she's afraid that if they do that, she'll see the wrong memory. She'll accidentally slip, and I guess they'll they'll see a flashback of the night the the night that Marianne or the moment that Marianne dies. That's what she's so afraid of. So I think that's one of those things where. She walks away, and I can understand both sides. I can understand why Tyler wants her to keep going, but I can also understand why Allison doesn't want to keep yeah, going. So even though working. it's like, oh, come on, Allison, but then equally I'm like, Tyler, you're being a bit fucking pushy here, dude. Like, take a chill pill, you know? Um, yeah, so here, let's run down the... Uh, here's the, ch- the choices. Do you, have your, do you have your choices? I do, I do have them. Okay, so the first one was Tyler felt relied on when Allison chose his memory at the house. Uh, and I chose Tyler's memory. Uh, I have Tyler felt Allison discarded his feelings when choosing her memory at the house. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I chose the other option. I had 51% chose Tyler's memory when I played it. What's your uh, I had 53% chose Tyler's memory and 47% chose Allison's oh, memory. Yeah, slight difference. Uh, Tyler didn't feel heard about needing time when Allison accepted the house <laughs> showing. I have 40% accepted the appointment. Uh, Tyler felt heard about needing time when <laughs> Allison refused the house showing. 35% uh, accepted, uh, 65%. Okay, have, so uh, more people are refusing. <laughs> yes, the, the yeah, have there. refused. Uh, Allison felt let down when Tyler couldn't forgive Edda. Uh, sorry, Eddie. 
uh, which was when I played 13% didn't forgive Eddie. <laughs> um, I've got Ellison felt hopeful about becoming a family when Tyler forgave Eddie. Uh, 62%, uh, no, 82% Jesus. forgave Eddie. 18% didn't forgive Eddie. Well, it's, it's, you're still in the minority there with hating on Eddie. Uh, Eddie was sorry <laughs> that Tyler, did, Tyler didn't forgive him. Obviously, that's just to tie into the last one. Michael was heartened by Tyler's compliment. 80% accept, accepted Mikey, Michael's compliment. 20% turned down when I was playing. I've, I'm at the same point, but mine was 79 accepted and 21% what turned What the down. hell? It's gone up. More people not accepting? What the hell's wrong with people? Uh, Tessa felt grateful that the twins kept uh, kept her in their lives. 86% forgave Tessa when Holy I was Holy fuck. Playing. Mine's changed. Mine is 79 to 21. Whoa, massive yeah. upset. People, <laughs> people have started to uh, tell her to fuck off. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, and that is it for Tell Me Why Chapter 2, our discussion on the episode. Of course, you can find my full spoiler review on ExplosionNetwork.com. And you will be able to come back next week and hear myself and Kieran discuss the final episode, chapter three, and our wrap-up feelings on Tell Me Why. Uh, this whole story as it comes to an end. Until then, uh, have a... What did I say last week that was recording? What did I say? Oh, yeah. Keep strange. No, 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 no. P, B, keep, keep being strange. Yeah, that's the one. Keep being strange. Bye. <laughs> Boy. There's something else. Look at this. What do you think? Should we give it a shot? I think the crafty goblins have one more hatch to sneak through. Let's go. 